Welcome back. Welcome into the Lion Share Podcast. Woo! That's all I have to say about that right there. Jamal, the way to victory. Lions, white hot, improved to four and six with a giant, giant W over the New York football giants. Three straight wins. Your five, four and five, Andrew's four and five, that is, still alive. Called them crazy at the point in time. Still alive with two games remaining of the five. More wins than the Detroit Pistons. Ugh, who would have thunk it? We're, we're sitting here a few days before Turkey Day, about ready to feast in. And who would have thought the Lions would be sitting at more wins than the Pistons at this point in time? I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm happy about the Pistons being bad, but I can tell you I love the Lions being okay. What a flip it has been on these emotional airwaves. We, were, we have gone through the highs and the lows, probably too high at this point in time. We're going to have to. I need to keep checking on myself, keep ourselves honest. You can't ever go too high and you can't ever go too low. You gotta be keep it consistent. You have little little ripples along the way, but ooh, man, did this one feel a lot better than some victories that we've had. This one felt, dare I say, real. Hey, I'm gonna say it. This one felt fun. This was fun football to watch. Uh, felt like, uh, you know, that first half and first quarter, especially we were playing to a our opponent's skill and what they were giving us. Finally, we went out and just played football like it was any other opponent. So good to see. Finally finishing plays, finally holding off the penalties, finally getting some third downs to go our way on offense and getting off the field on third and fourth down on defense, cleaning up. It's the little things, man. They're doing that. And it's actually, it seems like it's actually trusting the process here. The team is bought in. It feels like for the locker room that scene that we're seeing right now, feels like it's the trajectory is up, and that it's just it's really good to see. Obviously, got a long ways to go still, but a big win over a, a seven and two Giants team that was coming in seven and two. Um, it's going to be an action packed episode. So much to talk about. I realized I write so many notes when the Lions are winning. When they're when they're down, I stopped taking notes. That's I realized there's a direct correlation between the notes and wins. So strap in. You see what I'm doing right here? It's the nod. It's the nod to the secondary for you. For the for those of you who are watching these now, we we're starting. We started a YouTube channel. So you Spotify and Apple podcasters out there, if you want to see the visual to this, go check out the Lion Share podcast on YouTube. Links will be in the description. Um, as long as I don't mess up this recording anyway. Um, so yeah, doing the seatbelt celebration, nod to the secondary on the defense. That's the, the, the cornerback celebrations, it seems. So very cool. Very cool. Let's get into this episode. We're going to talk about the Lions, of course. Then we're going to talk about the rest of the NFL, including a bad week for me, but a really great week for Andrew, who's shining in the record department. Skull. And, uh, of, cor- and of course, we'll end with uh, college football talk. So let's jump right into the Lions. As we said, Lions 31-18 over the Giants. A nice, comfortable win. Got a little hairy at the end, but a comfortable win nonetheless. Very balanced day from the Lions offensively. 160 yards rushing, uh, 163 before the three kneel down. So uh, take that with a little grain of salt. 165 yards passing. So almost an exact balanced day attack on the offensive side of things. Almost almost negligible, the difference between the two. Basically 50-50. And no turnovers. That's the big one. 
clean day from the offense. Not a spectacular numbers off the off the charts day, but a clean day nonetheless. And three touchdowns for Jamal Williams. He got the hat trick, and those were some tough yards that he got today. He what else him comes up, in he? bunches? Turnovers on the other side. I'm getting to it. I'm getting okay. to it. Don't think just I don't sure. think I did. Just going down my notes here. Okay. Just Justin Jackson, uh, a nice day today as well. Um, there's like 70 and 60 yards between Jamal and him, um, respectively. And then Swift with a couple carries got his late touchdown. Uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown led the wide receivers with 76. Big play TK, as you would call him. Tom Kennedy added a catch. And um, Khalif Raymond adding a few as well. Some big ones down the stretch. And now we'll get to the defensive side of things. Three turnovers forced by the defense. Saquon Barkley, who lead leaguing, uh, league lead league leading rusher gone missing. MIA. If anybody knows on his locations whereabouts, please call your local authorities because he was non-existent today. Deshaun Elliott eight tackles. Will Harris at eight tackles. Barnes seven. Jacob six. Harris with a forced fumble. Kirby with the interception. Aiden with the interception and a fumble recovery. And I've got to give the nod. To none other than my spectacular co-host on the other line called it. He called it. And we'll put the clip in right here. Tommy? I think the, the, the defense should have at least two picks in this game and possibly a fumble recovery. For you avid, avid listeners out there, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about um, from the previous episode, episode 25, Walkthrough Wednesdays. Uh, Andrew called it on his prediction for the game. He said, I'm calling two two interceptions and uh, per, uh, perhaps a forced fumble. Uh, and one, Got it two, all, three, baby. What a call by you. That's like going to Chuck E. Cheese, getting, getting enough tickets for anything you want on the wall, baby. It's whatever you want. It's all yours for the pickings. It feels good right now. It feels even better to have a win. One guy you didn't name on the defense, you got to give some love to, Aleem McNeil up front. Getting in, um, geez, Danny Dimes' face all day long. He he snuck free a few times, but as a four-man front from the defensive Lions, that's about as good a pressure you're going to see on a quarterback than uh, I've seen in just about my lifetime. Good on you to shout out McNeil. I, I meant to have him on the list, and uh, I, I said this list was ever-growing. My notes were, were just expanding, um, and so that was what I missed. So good on you. Uh, that front all day long um, uh, played a big role in in what happened to be a team led um, victory. Said it last week. Uh, Bears Bears game was a, a fairly consistently team team overall win. This one even more so today. Uh, you know, ran the ball as they needed to. Got the got the passing yards when they needed them. No passing touchdowns, but ground game finished all the touchdowns off. And uh, the defense kept kept the kept that containment over the over the fierce run game that Saquon Barkley brings to the table, as well as Danny Dimes. Danny actually had more yards rushing than Saquon. Uh, Did he those, lead uh, the entire Giants? I'm assuming it was either yeah, him it, or um, what was the other running back? Breida. Oh, Matt Breida. That's correct. Yeah, Lions fans remember he was he's the ex Viking, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, he had he had 13 yards. Not a big day from him. A few carries, um, but Danny Daniel Jones, uh, 50 yards even, and I think two or three of those were were fairly um, big chunks. They um, were that he ran. He, he just kept sneaking free. I kept thinking Alex Anzalone 
was going to be the spy on him since he's such a, a sideline to sideline speed guy. And, you know, all of a sudden the middle of the field was empty a few times and Danny Dimes is running with nobody else in camera view. No, it was bad. Um, that was one thing on the negative side of things for sure. They just didn't, they didn't have an answer for that. Um, luckily the giants didn't go to that too often. And, uh, the lions were able to contain them when they did, um, sometimes. Um, but there were a couple crucial ones like that fourth and one where he just gets outside and it's, it's too easy for him at that point. He's a tall Um, guy. He's got long legs. He just strides it out. Really. He's not that fast. He just strides out. Yeah. And it was a tough day to pass and kick to do, uh, some extreme wind gusts were present and uh none evident no more evident than when uh, they missed two extra points that were crucial today um aside from that um before we break down the full game in in depth um i said it and uh, we both we both said it uh on the episode prior to this uh they got to limit penalties win the turnover battle and win the time of possession they did all three they they won the penalty battle um a few more penalties than they had last week two two last week was was a, too much of a gift they had a couple more this week, but um, overall better, um, better than the Giants in the penalty department. They certainly won the t- turnover battle three to nothing, and uh, won the time of possession by three minutes with with thirty one minutes and some change to the Giants their twenty eight minutes. So um, they did. They checked all those boxes. They were able to run the ball um, and they protected Goff. No sacks today. So not only did the offense have a clean day without any turnovers, they didn't give up a single sack all day long. Got to give a shout out to Skipper for filling in for Evan Brown, who went down early. Um, you know, we've, we've said it from the from the preseason and on um, that the offensive line is the strong suit of this team. And uh, just uh, proving it day in, day out, um, game in, game out. Once again, a great game from the offensive line. Um, Sewell not and on the defense, a few calls out there. No, he gave the... Uh, Pequeno, Pequeno. There was there was two that he was very upset with. I think one was the block in the back and the one holding. The block in the back was the big, the, the big one that hurt us, took us to a first and twenty. They ended up getting back down there and scoring, but uh, that Luckily. was the one that could have changed the the flow of this game. Yeah, it was a it was just a light touch in the back too, but he just didn't need to have just didn't need to have it. The ball's already passing. The, the, exactly. They they don't don't need it in that situation. And I think this is the third game in a row where they've won the penalty battle, alluding to what Dan preaches week in and week out from day one is details and discipline. And and you see what happens when they're detail-oriented and disciplined to their plan. You win the turnover battle, you win the game. That's three in a row. Football is extremely complex, but when you break it down, it's really just those little things. You've got to get off the field on third down on defense, convert your third downs on offense, Play mistake-free uh, football by not turning the ball over and don't have um, penalties that kill you. And when they do that, the Lions, we see what they can be when they do all those things. When they put it all together, this is a really good, uh, a really solid team. Uh, so when they do things like this, you, you, it's good to see. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to that special teams as well. Um, no kidding. Uh, often overlooked, the special teams, the third phase of football, right? Um, but Jack Fox, um, highest-paid punter in the league, uh, did a great job punting today and uh, the coverage team as well. Uh, a really good job. Really good props to the, the coverage team all game long. And and, and the kicker. Uh, and Badgley. Badgley. Yeah, I mean, on a day in a, when, in a windy environment. Exactly. When the when the Giants couldn't even put up an extra point, he came in there. He made a clutch field goal. I think it was, I mean, it was only a 24-yarder, but still long enough to be 
to be a little scary. I believe it was the right hash. Uh, came, put away all the extra points needed to be done. A clean game. Yeah, and you can see when he kicked it too. He was he was um, he was playing the win fairly well. I mean, you you got to almost play it off the gusts, and the gusts are almost in, uh, in unpredictable. So really nice job by him today. Um, just just all, all around special teams was really good as well. Um, next man up mentality too. Like I said, uh, Skipper came in for Evan Brown. Kaminsky was in. Um, Harris and um, Amani even came into the game late. Of course, he gets a penalty called on him. Just that's par for the course with uh, Onawarie. <laughs> but uh, this one was a weak one. I didn't think this was this one was a was a bang bang play. Probably could have gone either way. Probably could have been a no call. But uh, just guys stepping it up. Um, as Okuda Okuda went down, Jacobs went down at one point. Even Kirby Joseph went down at one point. Speaking um, of Okuda, uh, I know Dan in his post game yes. press conference said that there's no way for him to get through the concussion protocol quick enough for Thursday. Good Correct. news is he's tweeting out that he's all good. He looked good in post game <laughs> videos. We're going to have him back um, following the Thursday game, but just kind of a bummer on the short week that he doesn't have time to clear. Yeah, against the team on the on the Bills with Stefan Diggs and uh, company who who are are no nothing short of spectacular. Um, yeah, I saw that as well. That one hurts. Um, it's just the Tua effect, I think. I mean, obviously we're all about player safety and we don't want to see him do something detrimental, but um, – I think, Especially after Savion this year. Yeah, that's that as well. Um, I think I think uh, had had Tua's new protocol not been in place here, I feel like they would have let Okuda continue to play. I didn't. It was you saw the refs pull him out, and uh, it seems like the emphasis is now if you're getting pulled out for uh, something where the refs or somebody calls down from the from the booth, you're, you're not, not coming back, back in the game anymore. No, no. Unless you can prove that you like wobbled because of a a leg injury, yeah, yeah. There's back. no getting around it now. Um, no, nope. I mean, player safety is probably for the best, but it just sucks because that's that's our guy on defense, right? He, you, we're gonna need him down the stretch. Gonna need him against the Bills, and we'll get to that. But um, Kirby Joseph and Aiden Hutchinson, two rookies out there, played really well today. Ball seekers, and we've said it before. We'll say it Madison's- again. Two Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes guys. Two draft picks from I mean, these guys. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson was a no-brainer. I mean, you can't right. – you couldn't screw up the number two. But like we've said, uh, and you alluded to it, where Brad Holmes really shines in the draft is these third to fifth to sixth rounders, and he absolutely thrives at finding talent there. And Kirby Joseph is no exception. Yeah, and um, Ma- Malcolm Rodriguez as well. We always – give him credit where credit is due. Um, he was back this week. Good to see him fight through the injury and, and be in the lineup. Um, not a, not a, not a big name day for him, but, um, out there nonetheless, do it, getting it done. Um, yeah, you just, you just, you got to give praise to these guys on some of these draft picks. And yeah, uh, as soon as Pascal gets a little healthier, we'll get to see him, uh, shine some yep. more as well. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get him healthy. He was out again t- this week. Um, Four of five still alive, and uh, we saw the Let's Go Lions chance in New York, aka New Jersey. That was pretty cool to see. That's I don't I don't I don't, I don't I know the Lions fans are um you know and and they got the the hard knocks bump, but uh, I haven't seen that in some time where we get some Let's Go Lions chance on the road. 
Not only that, but, you know, a few weeks back, the longtime Lion game was at the Tampa Bay game. He said he, they That's were right. getting love from the Tampa Bay fans. I mean, the hard knock bop, bump really seems to be a thing that everybody loves to root for an underdog. And these guys, they're stealing America's heart right now. Oh, yeah. And they continue to win games. Um, that's only going to get more more and more fierce on that side of things. Um, y- yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's let's talk about the let's talk about the game, huh? Let's let's go real quick through what we've got in the first half, and then we'll go into the time capsules. Um, right off the bat, three and out for the defense, so just starting things right off the bat. Um, it's my very Giants, first note. Giants Giants had the ball right off the bat, and three and out, doing exactly what they need to do uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, kind of a meh drive, but it gets extended on a roughing the passer penalty so you've got to capitalize on those penalties where you get a free extension on the drive yes um, on the and third and one they, yeah they did um in the third and one uh if you remember this they went qb sneak instead of run which they they we haven't seen Goff go qb sneak hardly ever he's he's always a, in the gun for most of the game anyway but in to God see him go under like center it. yeah good to see um i'm i love that that We've seen him struggle on some of these short yard runs, trying to hand it to Swift or or Jamal or Jackson. Um, so I, I was really pleased to see them just go QB, just keep it simple, go QB sneak, put Goff under center, even though that's not where he's comfortable. Put him under center and just put use that offensive line, use the line that that is so good. One hundred percent. Use the kiss method. You don't have to get fancy to get a yard or less. Keep just it play simple, football stupid. and get and get the first out. Yep. That's that's what it that's what it came down to. Uh, ultimately, they settled for a field goal on that drive, but points off the extension from the roughing the passer so important. Once again, taking points early. This is like three or four weeks in a row that they've taken the field goal early instead of going forward on fourth down. So Dan, kudos to Dan for taking points there. Uh, you, you got a free extension on the roughing the passer. Just get the points there. Don't don't try to do too much, uh, especially on the road. Um, other side of the ball, defense bends and breaks. Can't get off on third and fourth down, uh, but they missed the extra point, which which would be a huge huge one. Ball, I don't know. You got you, a finger on that one as well on the on the block, right mm-hmm. on the on the extra point. Yeah, yeah that ball mean, looked that like thing, it was in a spin cycle. Oh yeah, that thing took a wicked just right turn right away. So at that point, it's six three Giants um, keeps the Lions within a field goal. Um, Khalif Raymond, Khalif Raymond had a nice scamper hustle play, fell down, gets back up to extend the drive. You and I both screaming, screaming get up, get up, I was clapping. Let's go, let's go. It was huge. It actually probably benefited him that he falls to the ground because then the, the Giants defenders were kind of on deer in the headlights mode because they don't know what to do. Um, they're thinking maybe the play will get over. But um, yeah, so end of the first quarter. Washington, Washington. Um, I've got it down as a wash. Uh, slight edge to the Giants, six three. The Giants lead after one. Um, Jared Goff had a nice run after you and I were discussing how it was not a great run day for the Lions right off the bat in the first quarter. Goff gets a really nice run, unfortunately, penalty, and it gets called back. Um, and then they get a penalty on the next play. Uh, they get the personal foul on uh, J- something Jackson, uh, Jonah, Jonah, Jonah Jackson. Yeah. Um, so they get back-to-back penalties. They get pushed way back. Uh, just a bad drive overall. And uh, then on defense, we had the friendly fire head injury for Okuda. Yet another friendly fire. Um, just two guys crossing, two defenders just 
right into each other. And, and I'm uh, not shocked that it was Okuda. I'm shocked no. that he was the one who was hurt coming out of this yeah. time. Uh, he, not shocked it was him, though. No, no. He's, we've said it in the past episodes. He's always always getting himself in these positions. Uh, so Okuda goes out and is um, does not return from the game at this point. So Lions defense put in, put on the backs against the wall, um, having next man up mentality. And uh, kudos to them because they didn't miss a beat. Um, well, maybe they did miss a beat. Um, gave up some some pretty easy third and longs and second and longs, but um, I digress. Um, after that, the defense holds. Ben doesn't break um, and gets off the field. So uh, on offense, we had Swift going laterally on that on that short yard third and one. Um, just go upfield, man. He, it seems like yes. he's got a mental thing going on where he's being too patient, trying to trying to, trying to make more. things happen, trying to do too much. Just get the simple yards sometimes. One yard, man. Like like we said, keep it simple. Just get the first down. Just run upfield. Yes, sir. Um, good on the special teams. Got a positive note there. Um, and then we get news that Okuda's out for the second half. Double negative. But right after they announce, or right as they're announcing Okuda's out for the second half, none other than our rookie of the year, Mr. Aiden Hutchinson, gets the sneaky drop into coverage. Danny Dimes throws it right to him. Turnover to the Lions. One of three on the day. Um, just, just we've sung his praises already, so we don't have to go deep into it. But just a, a great play from uh, our, our young uh, defensive end. A six-seven body just gets right in a passing lane, and he's kind of sunk down like that. And you're not expecting those hands to get up there that quick, and he just snatched that thing right out of the air. Absolutely announced his ticket for defensive rookie of the year with that play. Yes, sir. This is his rookie of the year moment. Similar to a Heisman moment, right? Um, and uh, as the Lions needed to, points off turnover. They, they, you got to score off turnovers. That's another emphasis that we always preach. Uh, Jamal with the red zone touchdown, one of three on the day. Was this uh, his tenth of the year? This was number ten. Yeah. This was number ten on the year. Okay. Yeah, good on you for keeping track of those all game long. Um, at, let me add them to the notes. Um, he even took the ball to the sidelines on this on his first one. I don't know if it was um, because it was his 10th or if it was a, a career number that was important, but they didn't, they didn't say that I saw, um, but he took, I noticed he took the ball to the sidelines. It was Good cool. notes. Good notes. So points off turnover, huge and uh better. We've got the better kicker because he just makes it look easy with the wind makes the extra <laughs> point uh, defense bends, but doesn't break again. Um, no, no penalty. Nice coverage by Jacobs. This is when the seatbelt move came in. Subsequently, leads to a shank punt by the Giants. Lions get the ball with a decent enough field position. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown gets his real involved on this drive, and um, especially in the crossing routes. Seems like both teams were uh, in love with the crossing routes all game long. What's um, crazy is at this point in the game, so right when um, the Lions got the, the turnover and then scored and they're kicking off to the Giants, I think I texted you and said, all we all you have to do now is stop the, the Giants from scoring before half and then just go into halftime <clears throat> with your lead. This game went into absolute overdrive at that moment. I mean, it you're going to you're going to get into the unfolding of it, but it was it became so much more than the the two possessions that I thought it was going to be. And this defense was here for all of it. So keep going. Oh, very much so. Um yeah, the first quarter went pretty quick and was kind of uneventful. It was 6-3, and then the second quarter said, 
we're going to throw you some curveballs because that's when the turnover started. That's when it started to get a little weird. And um, killer penalty um, by Sewell. This was the one we referenced earlier with the, the block in the back. Didn't have to do it. Um, but um, first and 20. And then um, Panay Sewell, again, nearly gets a false start. Lucked out on that one. Lions night, lucky to be on um, the, that side of the refs for, for once. And uh, Brock Rice with a nice pitch and catch gets it down. Inside the three-yard line, two or it's a one or two-yard line, and then Jamal Williams, animal once again. He wants Jamal of it, and he gets number eleven. Number eleven on the year. The guy's an absolute goal line machine. I believe after today he leads the NFL in, in touchdowns and rushing touchdowns. That's right. Yeah, eleven was the tire. Eleven. This so this last this one we just spoke of that was the tie, the tie for eleven. Um, so it's 17, six at this point. And this is when you text me and said the lines or just have to get off the field on defense here. Just don't give it any points. Um, giants with a, without any timeouts and, uh, they nearly get into field goal range, but, um, instead of running up and spiking the ball, they, they try to run a play and it takes crucial time off the clock. And they've got six seconds at that point, nearly an interception on the, on the next play with six seconds left. They, a tipped ball from to that was going to Saquon nearly falls in the hands of a Lions defender. Whew, got excited there. I almost I was getting greedy at this point. I wanted uh, one more score from the Lions before half. I was I was feeling it at that point. As a conditioned Lions fan, I just wanted everybody off the field and the halftime performances to officially kick off. Yeah, yeah. Just get to half. <laughs> we'll be happy with seventeen six. I was greedy and I was like one more score before half so I could feel a little bit better. But. um all good in that department. The Lions get off the field. Uh, nothing doing for the Giants as they, they try to go Hail Mary mode, but it, it did not work. Um, so it, there we are at the half. And did not work. I mean, the, the Lions did something that no other Lions team would do, and they absolutely dropped everybody into coverage, yeah. including the one nose tackle that they had. Well, I mean, that, was, that was the that was the one with six seconds, and then the one with one second, they sent the house, and Kaminsky okay. gets the sec. I mean, yeah, they, it was, uh, you never see that from the Lions. You, you always see the three guys rushing. They get absolutely yeah. no pressure. They're they're wasted there. <laughs> and there's some sort of play downfield, and the other team gets lucky. You, you never see this from a Lions team. No, no. Uh, Aaron Glenn, kudos to him. Um, he's got his head head in the right direction here, he's, as we've said over the last couple of weeks, getting the defense getting them right and uh, uh yeah a, a, a good formation there and then to follow it up with a with the bringing the pressure the next play and uh that was that was really good to see let's roll things into an upbeat halftime capsule from you lions fans stand up here we are at half this is uh this is kind of fun guys they're they started off this game a little rocky, had me a little weary. We were playing tic-tac-toe with these guys, match for match. And I mean, this second quarter, we kind of turned on the burners. Uh, like I said, started slow. Way to hold them, though, to, to no points after the big turnover leading into points. Once that happened, no more points were scored. That was huge. What we got to do, we're getting the ball, I believe, coming out of half. Go down there, 
put points on the board, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, doesn't matter. The whole point, get points on the board and keep this momentum rolling. Defensively, we're going to need another pick six. Really scares me now that Okuda's gone, what they're going to do to us. And But in the second quarter, they held strong without him. But Okuda, we're going to need you back. So defensively, another turnover, maybe, maybe two more sacks, and that could win us it. But, you know, give up a touchdown or so. We got this, boys. Let's just go close out this second half. Woo! Coming at you hot, 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 hot. White hot. Lions, all white uniforms, 17 to 6 at the half. I got to calm down myself a little bit here. I'm a little too excited. Far be it for me to be excited at one of these, but oh man, what a half of football. Um, just, just really happy with what I'm seeing out there. But uh, obviously, Two more quarters to go, so let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, huh? We've got four quarters to play, all 60 minutes, so let's see what they do in the second half. First half, though, wow. Um, first off, that uh, that shadow at MetLife, that can go to hell. Uh, that shadow was throwing me off the whole first half. Um, whew. Two touchdowns for Jamal, just an animal out there. Uh, red zone animal. A um, couple penalties from the Lions, but overall fairly clean. Uh, I think the big thing is Okuda is out with a head injury and uh we saw jacobs just before the half go down um and he, he he walked off so hoping that he's back in the game because well already a thin slim pickings at at, uh, at cornerback so for the second half gotta backfill that void that's left from okuda because he was the guy he el jefe was the guy um doing a nice job so far of of, of covering it up for him but um whoo Still just coming off the high here. Kaminsky literally just got the sack. Um, so got to come back down to earth here. Uh, Lions start the ball with this in the second half. Start with the ball. So let's see a touchdown on this drive. Let's see points on this drive. The Lions have come out flat the last couple weeks. No Jared Goff interception in the third quarter here first drive. None of that. We don't want any of that. And the Giants did not play a very good first half. Shoddy first half. Not clean. You know they're going to have adjustments. You know they're going to get the best out of these guys. Dayball's a good coach. He's going to turn things around for the Giants. Let's go, Lions. Let's play like we did in the first half. Let's close this thing out and have some home cooking for Thanksgiving. Let's go. So, yeah, we were feeling pretty good out of the halftime capsules there. You and I both... um, Happy, content, um, but we both knew that two more quarters were in store, and uh, this far this game was far from over with a with a Giants team that um, could go off at any point. Um, you know, only up eleven at the half, certainly not an insurmountable lead. And uh, our emphasis, both of us, we wanted a score out of the half. Lions started the ball with the ball, uh, started the ball. Why do I keep saying that? Started the half with the ball, um, so needed points on that drive. Crucial, crucial. And uh, got they it. did just that. We got what we wanted. We didn't get a Jared Goff interception. We didn't get a three and out. We got a touchdown. And uh, was this the this... big play TK drive? Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Okay. Well, right after big play TK was the um, was the play, but the play before that we had the Kabin Duh uh, second drop of the day. He's got to open them eyes that we saw in Hard Knocks. They previewed it there, but apparently he got too excited in uh, his first game back in. The... <laughs> And couldn't keep him open. Second game back, but uh, oh. yes, you're right. This was more full action for him. And, okay, uh, I don't, I don't see, I didn't see him much last week. Then he didn't, he didn't play much. Not a big role last week, but he was there. Uh, he, he, he did have some um, defenders in his face with, with the, with nearly tipping the ball. So 
grain of salt there, but Kimpin, duh, if he continues the way he's been trying to catch the ball. Um, but yes, next next play, Tom Kennedy, nice crossing route catch. Uh, big play TK as you crown him. I, I mean, he's just there when you need him. An absolute, I mean, Josh Reynolds, the safety blank, had been gone. And you don't see him with many stats. It's kind of a shame. Kind of seems like one of those guys who might not be on the team for a long time. He's more of like a trivia answer and a bar kind of question yeah. guy, but has been there in big third down situations when we needed him. Yes, sir. Um, safety blanket, third down between him and, and St. Brown, third down St. Brown. Uh, they, they, they're good guys to go to um, along with Khalif Raymond, uh, Chark and, and, and others just real quiet. Um, but let's continue on huge drive, um, big catches from TK, as we said, and St. Brown and who, who, who else, but Jamal Williams with his third of the day to end the drive 12th on the year that gave him the lead league and, uh, no easy runs either. Just another pound it run lines up 24 to six at this point, feeling pretty good. Great score out of the half. You know it's still um, not insurmountable. You got to keep yourself in check here, but but feeling really good about the way things are going. Um, Giants' biggest deficit of the year at that point, and they were getting booed. That not only were they getting booed, but the Lions were doing something that the Lions won't do often, right? Ben Johnson in control of the playout call sheet. We said it early. The run game was not there for them. Just stuffed early, often. Jared Goff got us going. The play got called back. Guess what Ben Johnson didn't do? He didn't turn into a a pass-only offense, continued to just pressure the front four for for the Giants and just keep stuffing the ball with Jamal. You didn't see a lot of Swift today. I don't know if it's, you know, because they're trying to to conserve him. It looked like a lot lot of harder running today. So you had uh, Jackson and uh, Jamal kind of leading leading the trudge there yeah and 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 um you could easily go into conservative mode there and say um let's not let's not get too crazy with it and let's uh let's just settle for a field goal there but they didn't they didn't do that either they didn't just run the ball three times in a row um after it went first and 20 um oh this is this was that's the other drive i'm i'm getting them confused you're getting me confused here um your fault apologies no, not, sir not actually um, jumping around here, but uh, as I said, biggest deficit of the year so far for the Giants. And uh, Kirby Joseph, he had a he had a kind of a regression week last week after um, a couple games in a row getting turnovers. Right back to it to this week, gets his interception, another turnover for the Lions. This is two of three on the day, uh, and another turnover in the in the stat column for Kirby. Um, careful with the celebration though. I don't know if you saw him do the backflip thing, the gymnast thing. move. He does that um, on his runout as well. It's oh, does he? Yeah, every time, every I don't know oh, if it's just that's... home games or away games, but his entry runout is that same move, and it is frightening, almost as frightening as the Aiden Hutchinson like Billy Jean Michael Jackson kick. <laughs> and I'm glad he stopped that. I mean, just give me a safer celebration, please. Yeah, we've seen we've seen it in the past where celebrations go wrong. So uh, let's just keep let's tone it down a little bit, huh? It looks um, but, like a lot of a pressure on the uh, Achilles. Yeah, I mean, but these guys are peacocks. You got to let them fly. <laughs> I heard that, Ken. <laughs> uh, so, Lions get the ball back off the interception. No points off turnover here. That's a negative. Um, couple bad throws from Goff. Um, 
could have put it away on that drive. Felt like uh, you get a touchdown there and you can you can coast thirty one to six. But uh, points off leave- of turnovers. It's the momentum we talk about. Yeah. You can't waste yeah. opportunities like that. Yeah, and they and they did. Um, uh, so leaving the Giants still with some life and uh, next drive, Kirby Joseph gets the friendly fire injury of the day. Second friendly fire injury. Um, yet another one here, uh, just lions hurting themselves. Um, but the defense bends and doesn't breaks. They doesn't break. They get off the field. No points offense on the other side. Garbage, just not a, not good at this point. Um, nothing going a, a low point in the day for the lions. Just trying not to, um, trying not to get too aggressive and being a little too conservative, probably, um, and uh, right before the end of the third quarter, we had the defense not getting the fourth and one stop when Danny Dimes um, runs it to the outside and gets to the edge. Um, that was critical, but uh, that leaves us at the end of three. Lions win the third quarter. They're up 24 to six, scoreless for the Giants in the third. Um, right after the start of the fourth, the, Lions, or the Giants get theirs too easy. Uh, defense was getting a little lax at this point in the game, but they missed the extra point again. So it's twenty-four to twelve for the Lions. Um, surprised they didn't go for two there. Uh, I as well, and these are those like small momentum shifts that we once again always talk about. Seems like the Giants finally got something going for them, and then you know, you miss your extra point, it dings off the upright. It's just like, what are we doing here? You know, you you lose that fire that you just had after the touchdown. Now your point situation is kind of in array or in disarray, that is, and you really can't start digging yourself out of this hole, but very peculiar not to go for two to even things up from the other missed field goal. Yeah, and make it a 10-point game. Um, You know, if they make the extra point, it's 11, so you've got a a touchdown extra point, or touchdown two-point and a field goal that'll tie it with you. But um, just the way the wind was and the circumstance, I was surprised to see them kick it there. But hey, good for us, right? Um, Offensively, Start to move the ball a little bit more. Good to see. Crossing routes are back. Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond. Third down St. Brown. Huge pickups, um, but no points. Um, drive stalls out. Questionable play calling for me here. I thought um, Ben Johnson played called good, good plays all game long, um, but a, a low point here for him. Um, uh, the the third and 10 deep pass, kind of taking a shot towards the end zone. Didn't love that. And uh, especially, um, and then going out, and try to run the, the, the team out there on fourth and 10, uh, trying to get him to jump off sides or do something, then taking the delay of game. Then you punt it, but you punt it in the end zone, so you only net like 20 yards. It was just a, a bad a bad sequence there for me. I think it was the worst part of the special teams on the day, but I understood what they were doing. They, they weren't going to go for it on fourth down. The punt was a little too close for... Um... For our boy to, to get it in there, he, he must have wanted the yardage. Thank you for that. I did not forget his name. Um, <laughs> um, but he must have said, you know, that's a little too tight for me. I'd prefer to go back. So, you know, easy with those eyes, Kabinda. So, you know, they take the delay uh, delay a game. They try to get the Giants to jump off sides. If they do, then hooray. If not, then whatever, you back up. And uh, Fox just let it sail on him. But honestly, if, if we're going back through it in this third and fourth quarter when the Lions offense was stalling like they were, he was – I mean, there was the one where they got uh, pinned 
uh, deep in their own in their own yardage, own side of the field. He sent them all the way back to the other on the other side. Absolutely, yeah. absolute field flip. Flips the field exactly. Um, yeah, and and I I think um, the one thing one criticism I have I've got a couple, but one of them would be um, the Lions just still don't really know how to play with the lead, um, especially a lead of more than a couple more than more than one score. Um, so there's still some um, growing pains in that department where the play calling is not 100%. The guy offense just doesn't really know. They're a little hesitant. They're not as sharp because they they're they're at their best when they're going quick and um, moving the ball down the field. So when they when they have to slow it down and have to play with the lead and have to run the ball when they know when the defense knows they're going to run it, um, still some areas to grow for sure. Absolutely, and what you said, you know, learn to uh, run plays effectively even when the other team knows what type of play you're going to run, whether they know you're exactly. in a pass situation or running situation you know you you're going to run into times where the other team is prepared for what you're doing just based on the situation you need to learn to overcome that and have a play call ready to go for the yardage you need exactly um so defensively on the other side of the ball huge force fumble by will harris um when i saw him um bearing down on this guy uh, for the giants i was thinking in my head you just got to crush him it just looked like a play where Wide receiver catches it and he's gonna go turn up field and um, it looked like a big big hit willing to have or ready uh, about to happen um, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see the ball come out and uh, when I saw Aiden Hutchinson bearing down diving for it I just knew the Lions were gonna get that ball got so much trust in him one on one fighting over a ball I know that Aiden's gonna get it uh, so shout it. out to Will Harris and Aiden. Um, just a great duo play there. Fumble, um, clear fumble. Was a little bit worried that it might be uh, reviewed, but they they confirm it. Uh, third step was down, and uh, uh, just a huge play. Uh, turnover number three on the day, and uh, a big one. Uh, as the Giants were kind of sneaking like they could try to come back, uh, and Lions end all hopes of that right there. Um, DeAndre Swift on the other side of the ball. Lions have a short field. DeAndre Swift gets his finally. They felt, felt like they were trying to um, spread the spread the love there, um, putting him into the game, not letting Jamal get four on the day. Uh, they get they let Swift get Swift get his his, and the the Giants pretty much let him walk in. It felt like they let him score. Uh, I guess it was a strategy play. Lions thirty one to twelve at this point. Badgley gets another uh, nice kick. And uh, great with the wind all day, as we said. Um, and then the Giants get a score late. Um, Lions didn't step on the, the throw and twist. They just stepped. They didn't twist. They give up a late score. Uh, Giants go onside kick, but the Lions quickly recover. St. Brown recovers. And uh, Khalif Raymond closes things out with a run. Nice run. And what does he do as soon as he gets those yards? He slides down. He doesn't keep running. He doesn't risk running, uh, running a fumble or running out of bounds. Or um, scoring too early and giving the ball back to the Giants. He just goes down. It's a smart play there from him. And uh, Lions are able to kneel it out at that point. Victory formation. So good to see. Lions win it. They're now 4-6 and six, as we said. Let's go Lions chance. We're um, breaking out at this point. Tried to get Mitch to join us on today's episode. But he regret- regretfully declined due to his um, wedding anniversary. So we'll give him a pass on that one. He left Weak. us with this quote. 
He left, yeah. <laughs> he left us with this quote. In my opinion, maybe the most complete game of the Dan Campbell era against a good team. Now, Mitch, as much as you're hand in hand with your beautiful wife here on your anniversary, I'm hand in hand with that statement, not with you. Yeah, um, it should mention, uh, I don't think we'll have time to throw it in this episode, but he did hit us up on the airwaves in the voice message box this week and just said that he wanted to clarify his comments about renouncing his fandom. Um, He was in a dark place at that point in hostile territory. Um, He's still loud and proud, and uh, he he, he walked back his comments about it being a bad game um, uh, in the film room, uh, just caught up in the moment. So um, thanks, Mitch, for that one. Um, and thanks for hearing your voice once again. That's all. It's always good to hear you on these airwaves. And uh, we'll hope to have you make a guest appearance here in the coming weeks. Um, we know the fans love you. And so do we. Um, uh, aside from that comment from him, he also said this. Run defense. Hutch coming up big. And Kirby Joseph. On- offensive line looks solid. Williams is a touchdown savage. And Goff is Goff. Um, that's that's the extent of his comments from, from today's game. As well as... Um, he loves Ben Johnson's his uh, Ben's John Ben's he loves Ben's Johnson. <laughs> he loves Ben Johnson. Uh, uh, just great, gar- great pot play caller. Yeah, and a great name also should say. Mm. No, uh, the Michigan made ones. Yeah, those ones yeah. I prefer. Those are the Johnsons of Ben. I prefer. Oh, talking about Ben. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Also, the initials BJ. Oh, YouTubers, that one's for you too. <laughs> the exclusive <laughs> content. Just put this behind a paywall. Uh-oh. Um, aside from that, yeah, just a really good overall game. I thought uh, Dayball and the Giants looked bad. Um, they definitely weren't at their best. They had some drop passes, lots of penalties, as we said. Dayball kind of got out coached by um, Dan Dan Campbell, I think. And um, next man up was a good mentality for the Lions. Obviously, you said it earlier. Okuda um, it will be out. It looks like against the Bills, short week. Um, Saw Hutch dancing in the locker room with his shirt off after the game, so I think that's a good sign for whatever he had with his um, late, late injury in the game. And uh, Jacobs also went out. Hutch, um, as I just mentioned, and Kirby all had um, some bang-bang injuries. Um, Hopefully we'll have all those guys outside of Okuda this week on a short week Um, and all of them being friendly fire injuries. That just, it just sucks that it had happens that way. Um, So we'll see, we'll see what um, transpires for on a short week to getting some of these guys back because we're going to need them against a Bills team that um, is getting real comfortable being in Detroit. Yeah. And if we're being honest here, if we're all in the lions trust tree, the bills game would be beautiful to win. Not completely necessary. It's on a short week. Short Don't say week things like this. Both teams. Sounds like maybe you're already like, counting it as a loss. I'm not counting it as a loss, but hey, maybe it's time to go out there and, and get healthy. You know, we're that setting too. up a good drive for the back half of the season, but like, let's let's completely get healthy. Well, and the Den's going to be rocking with a hot team. Lions three games in a row. Um, the de- the like, Thanksgiving is always a uh, always a good turnout for Lions. Um, but this one's going to be big on on Thursday as the den's going to be rocking, man. That's all I got to say. It's uh, it's going to be a fun time. If anybody has the opportunity to get to this Thanksgiving game, probably the first uh, Thanksgiving game with the most meaning since what? 16, 17. 
Yeah, um, uh, a game that I was at um, where they won over the Vikings to take sole possession of the NFC first place in the NFC North back in the Jim Caldwell days. And what year was that? What, what, am I in that? Am I in that? Sixteen. Time I, I think 16, it was sixteen. 17? It was sixteen or seventeen. Sixteen. Okay. I believe, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. seventeen, right it went to Patricia. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen was Patricia, right? Because then Dan Campbell takes over in twenty twenty. Yep. Twenty twenty, twenty twenty one. This is his. T- I don't know. Whatever. Um, nonetheless. Um, one or two games out of the playoffs at this point. We've got the 49ers yet to play, but um, we joked about the Lions making the playoffs, but it's starting to almost feel real. Uh, big big test next week against the Bills. So, um, And should mention, with this win, the Lions are jumping in the, in the draft picks, but you know who's falling? The Los Angeles Rams. The, the Rams lose again, and now that comp pick has suddenly become a top-five pick. Who would have thought that these would have these picks would have gone this direction i mean just a couple weeks ago the lions had the number one overall pick and now they've jumped all the way to 13 and the rams fall from i think the rams are around the 13 area just a couple weeks ago and now they're now they're now they're number five it is it is something to see and i mean i know we talked about it um playoffs are kind of an afterthought for us we wanted to see five six wins and that's still what i'd like to see playoffs i mean hell a playoff victory can you imagine i will absolutely take it and take what this team's going to give us and in the past years you know you'd be kind of kind of thinking like uh you know they'll make a push for it probably won't go far probably fall just short and not have a great draft pick what's that do right and now we have the Rams helping us out on the back end, and we can still pursue, win as many games as you want to win, and you're still in it. The stars are aligning, and that's that doesn't happen for Lions fans. So uh, this thank feels you Brad Holmes. I'm a, I'm almost uncomfortable being in this position. It doesn't feel right. Like it, it doesn't seem like this should be happening. You know, like with a lot of the money Lions, too. The Lions are four and six, like not a great record, but I'm on the right direction, climbing, and. Um, probably not going to make the playoffs we'll see um so we'll make of the season what they will but uh, keep winning games i mean normally you'd feel like yeah um you want to lose you want to lose so you get a better draft pick but with the with the rams being uh, the rams right now um and stafford getting hurt again today uh, just keep cruising lines and let, and with that let's head off into the nfl as we this episode is getting far too long so we've got to keep things rolling uh kudos to you got to give a shout out to you for getting all Matchups but one in the early um, game window, early Thursday game window. Um, you got the Titans. Uh, I'm not even going to go through all of them. You were trying eight, to bounce I, back to 500. Try to keep my mojo you're, going. You're you're doing just that, sir. Um, so Thursday night, not a lot to say about this. We both had Titans, so points to us. We're both got a one a win there. Panthers stink. That's all I have to say about it. Boo. <laughs> that's all i have to say too don't yep, care yep. uh you want to look at the nfc north and i see the lions in second uh yep. not tied either so boo hey, to you. yes yeah the vikings lose as well uh, we'll get to that game in just a minute bears the other nfc north team looking really bad um they had a nice lead in this game cordero patterson does what he does gets a nice kickoff return falcons come three yeah, huge one. And the Falcons come that that's part of their big comeback where they um came back to win. Usually it's the other way around for Falcons. They usually are blowing leads. This time they take the lead back. The comeback Kings, they win it over the Falcons or over the Bears. I'm sorry, the Falcons win it over the Bears. Um going to have to mark this episode NSFW for how hard they blow. Yeah, oof. it's like a geyser out there. <laughs> 
moving right along. <laughs> Bills, the Detroit Bills um, versus the Cleveland Browns. The Bills playing at Ford Field. It's kind of like um, watching your ex with another guy. Um, How but, weird like, was watching like, this game for you? It was weird. Um, I think it would have been even more weird had we not have some instances of this in the past, like with the Vikings played here, the Bills played here once before. Um, so a little less weird, but it's like you're happy for them. It's kind of cool, but it's also I, I feel so resentful, like uh, especially because they play each other in four days. I think that's the part that makes it weird. If it wasn't that, then it's like a it's an it's a whatever. However, I don't know if you did see what. Detroit had going on in Ford Field. They had an indoor festival, yes. festival carnival. like a carnival. It looked so cool, and to have to tear that down was a bummer. But watching in red zone and looking down and seeing the Browns' orange helmets <laughs> and white uniforms, and then you know you kind of see the dark blue Bills uniforms, and then all of a sudden you see the Honolulu blue splashes in the background. And every time I looked down, I kept thinking. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. It just it's not it just didn't seem right. I think um Lions had some scouts there as well. They were gonna leave some coaches behind in Detroit to watch this game and get first hand eyes on it. Good um, on them. So they can be uh ready for Thursday. Um but the Bills sneak it out. Um they they were losing to the Browns here. Uh didn't look good off the bat, uh, but they they do what they do. They ultimately um, survive in advance. So um, Bills back into the win column, uh, and they'll have their matchup next week against the Lions. Moving right along to another team that got uh, sneaky, um, the Colts under Jeff Saturday, um, nearly oh. pull off the upset uh, against the Eagles. Um, almost went with the Colts here in my picks, but I didn't. Um, Eagles, Eagles ultimately pull it out, but only by one point. And uh, Colts had an opportunity late in the game to have a game-winning drive led by Matty Ice, but fell short. Um, but, wow, I was surprised, though. Uh, Eagles just, I don't know. They, don't look now. Coach Cower might have to eat his words. Yeah. After uh, he's among others. It yeah, wasn't just I him. Mean, I mean, Cower was very boisterous. I mean, like, very upset about Saturday getting this job. And uh, I don't know, you gotta, man. You might, you might have to apologize. You got to imagine he's using that as fuel. I mean, he's that's just, I mean, God forbid he gets the guys to play. Yeah, I, I, I get it. You know, that's a, it's a prestigious job, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. Obviously, there's only 32 of them in the league or in the world, um, so it is a prestigious thing. But I don't know. I think the the backlash was kind of outrageous. Um, moving right along, the Detroit Rams. Versus the New Orleans Saints. Yes, I know what I did there. Um, Stafford gets hurt again. Um, went to the tent. Um, the Rams, aka the Shams, is what I'm going to start calling them. The Rambles in shambles. Wow. Uh, they lose. This guy's so they full lose of to. It. <laughs> they lose to the Saints. Um, and uh, your Andy, New Orleans Saints. Andy Dalton was looking like a monster out there too. Did Stafford? The Red Rocket. End up- Oh, ew. <laughs> did Stafford finish this game? Did he come back? I don't know. I don't, the I don't Rams know sure finished. didn't because because they never they never made up the deficit. I stopped watching this game when I saw another lineman go down for the Rams and it looked like yeah. another bad injury to a, a a backup lineman somewhere they were already hurting. And it's just it's not getting any better for the Rams right now. No. No. Um Stafford went what a out shame. and and Wal- and Walford was their backup, 
and he was also injured. So it had to go to some guy named Bryce, uh, Bryce something, Bryce with a W at last name. I don't even know the guy. Um, he can't be expected to run this team. That's for sure. Um, Stafford can't even do it. So we talked uh, Rams, about it. Rams just continue to struggle. They're three and seven. Yeah. This is the backlash from selling out to win a Super Bowl. Yep. This you is accomplish your dreams. You can go to the owner and say, Hey, this is exactly what we played for. And this was the ramifications, but you've gotten a Super Bowl. How upset of a fan base can you really be? You can't be. Uh, I, I mean, the, the Rams house, whose house Rams house, um, they don't even, they can't even get fans to show up when they win a Super yeah. Bowl. So yeah, I um, guess they don't even really have a good fan base to start. No, there's a few diehards out there, but not many. Um, Panthers versus Ravens. Um, Oh, you know what? I missed. I skipped one. I skipped one. I did this last week too. I skipped one. Um, let's let's revert back to Jets Patriots. Felt like a Big Ten game. Um, it was three God. three for what seemed like the entire game. <laughs> Jets only had two yards of offense in the second half. They had negative twenty one yards passing. Um, uh, a low scoring affair all game long. The Patriots win it on a walk off punt return of all things. Not a single offensive touchdown in this game. <laughs> What a weird, what a weird game! But once again, are you really going against Bill Belichick, Ben? Look, man, it looked like it was going three three into overtime. They, they scored that punt return with like twenty seconds left. I've, we could be sitting here right now talking about a Jets victory if they got the ball in overtime. This is the game I texted you. Judon Smith is running all by himself oh, yeah. on the sweep around the left hand side. There's nobody in camera view of him, and he just—I mean—the ball just comes out of his hands. Like it was covered in butter. I didn't understand how that ball came out. I mean, there was nobody near him so that he was able to just fall on this ball. No problems. No questions asked. He was recovering that. No, you shouldn't eat that popcorn. <laughs> you want to win, put Brucey in. Put Brucey in. <laughs> um, did you see the kick return, the punt return? I, I did not. I was, uh, okay. I think uh, there was the a... Lions had just finished up and it became puzzle yeah. mode for us here. Ah, I love that. Did you finish the puzzle? It's 500 piecer. We just got the frame filled out. We're going to come okay. back and uh, really put our backs into it tomorrow. Hit her again right before Thanksgiving. Love that. Yes, um, no, but on the punt return, I didn't see it. Um, I saw the replay on Red Zone, and uh, there was a very obvious, obvious to me, there was a block in the back right at the end of it, um, a situation where they didn't need it. Like uh, if he doesn't block him in the back right at the end there, um, he still walks in for the touchdown or the kick return. But um, – NFL came out and said it was from the side and just go and look it up if you haven't seen it, folks, um, and give us your judgment on that because it looks like a very obvious block in the back. Would have totally changed this game. Um, Patriots probably would have kicked a field goal still to win it, but uh, could have changed it up because the block in the back happened on like the five-yard line. But, um, yeah, I thought that was very controversial. Um, but Patriots win it over the Jets. No, 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 much to my chagrin. And... Um, <laughs> Like Patriot, uh, yeah, <laughs> chagrin is a good word. Uh, Panthers versus Ravens, another Big Ten scoring game. It was low scoring for most of the game, but uh, Ravens do pull it out. They get the narrow narrow victory and um, <clears throat> win it thirteen to three, and uh, they improved to seven and three. So I mean, uh, not much to say about that game other than just a. a there is one thing I gotta ask the shareholders from this game. 
Now, shareholders, you see what Brad Holmes is doing. He's absolutely dumping cash, freeing up cash flow situation in Detroit. We've got a lot of room here. Who would like to see Lamar Jackson as the quarterback I, of your Detroit Lions? I, told I just you, want to hear we, from We the leave this for the offseason. We leave this for the offseason. I want to hear from the shareholders, Dan. Tommy, cut it. Tommy, cut it. Bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm up for that discussion, but let's wait. Let's see what happens. Let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Let's let's not go uh, off I'm gonna, in the fan. I'm going to text you privately every week telling you I want him, how badly I want him. It's going to be like whispering sweet nothings into his ear, but I'm doing it to you. What I'll say is LJ, Lamar Jackson, and uh, Ben Johnson, BJ and LJ, pretty good combo, I think. Can you imagine if we get a Zilstra in there, a little ZJ? Oh, man. <laughs> Zilstra. Wow, that's a, that's a name. That's a name right there. I uh, didn't hear from much from them this week. Uh, Commanders. Uh, this one hurts for both of us. Uh, this was the yeah. sole loss that you had. Um, the sole loss for you today. Um, Texans, just, kids. Texans couldn't do it. Couldn't get it done. You talked me into taking the Texans here. I regretted it from day one. Um, commanders just commanding W over the Texans. Commanders trying to build something um, in the NFC beast that is just getting closer and closer with. Philly's loss and uh, last week and the Giants losing uh, this week. So that division continues to compress. These guys are putting it together. I'm glad we beat them early. Yeah, right. It, it's it, Looking back, it's kind of crazy to think about. Um, I mean, luckily, Heineke, they had Carson Wentzen. Yeah, exactly. Heineke put a spark into this team, and he's he's all or nothing. I mean, he's either going to – I watched a, a highlight from him today. Andrew Siciliano threw it up on red zone. And uh, Siciliano sets it up like it's a big play. Heineke avoids a sack from the pressure, lets one fly downfield only to overthrow the defender and the receiver by 10 yards. Yeah. But, I, mean, I mean, that's Heineke in a nutshell. It looks like it's going to be golden, and it's either dead on or couldn't be closer. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. He's like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get from him. <laughs> um, it's, it, you're right. Time and time again, unpredictable. Heineke, uh, and we'll see what... Off or uh, post game things he's got going on uh, last week he's he had the shenanigans going. Um, Raiders versus Broncos overtime thriller. Devonte Adams with a walk off touchdown to win it in overtime from Derek Carr. <sighs> another too loss easy for on me. paper. Another loss for me here, um, and another W for you here. Uh, as you had the Raiders, your your B team. Derek Carr to Devonte Adams too easy on paper. That's what I said last week and. They finally showed up and put an actual, like, game together. They started off slow, though, but they had – I mean, they don't do much for the short yardage, those two together, but the home run balls for both of them are just – they're hitting at a high high percentage right now. Yeah, yeah, and and when they do have that connection, go and watch out. But uh, Broncos get a much – or uh, Raiders get a much-needed victory. Um, they, they, they get the third win of the year. Um, Does this moving, lead? Will this lead to Nathaniel Hackett's firing? Probably, probably. Uh, I, I don't see this going well. Uh, this marriage ending, ending well whatsoever. Do you think he finishes the season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At this point, yeah, I think. You, what does an interim do for you at this point? Not, not nothing good at this point. Um, just, just let it limp it to the off season. Um, the defense is the number one ranked um, <laughs> red zone defense. So take take that as you will. <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys over the Vikings in commanding fashion. Cowboys with an angry win. Vikings with a brutal hangover. 
I don't know why Ugh. I didn't trust myself. I don't know why I didn't trust myself here. Why did I I wanted to go Cowboys, but I didn't. I'm dumb. I I got sucked into the Team of Destiny bullshit. And uh what what did we what did we get? We got a absolute hangover after their big win last week over the Bills. They get crushed by the Cowboys. Final score was uh calculating 40, 40 to, to 3. three. Yeah, not no touchdowns on the day for the Vikings. Just a brutal day, and of course I picked the Vikings. But uh, yeah, it was so bad that they pulled Kirk Cousins. Just called the dogs off. Yeah, um, for all you fantasy owners out there, I think Kirk Cousins finished with around negative four points. Nice, nice. Just a solid day from him. Um, last game of the day um, in games that have completed: Bengals versus Steelers. Always a good one. AFC North. No love loss ever. TJ Watt, absolute beast in this game. Um, tried to will the Steelers to victory, but they fall late to the Bengals, 37 to 30 in a high scoring affair. Pretty high scoring for AFC North. Usually AFC North games are kind of kind of low scoring. Um, Joe Burrow with four touchdowns on the day. Uh, Bengals, like we said, we they 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 really needed this victory. Um, they improved to seven. I'm sorry, six and four. Um, five and four coming into it you couldn't you couldn't fall the 500 you needed to win this one if you want to make something of the season because um, both the both the uh, Super Bowl teams from last year the Bengals and the Rams uh, having down years Rams more so than the Bengals but Bengals still trying to make something this is the game we told the shareholders that uh, if you're going to watch any game outside the Lions watch this one it was a fun game. It's always a fun game. They're always pretty chippy, and you saw it get chippy right there at the end. George Pickens, uh, I don't know if he just missed the ball or if he tipped it at all, but uh, Kenny Pickett got picked right at the end on the pass to Pickens, and he got involved in a little sideline scuffle with the Bengals, had a lot of white jerseys, not too many black and yellow jerseys over there at his side, and uh, could have got, got a little crazy pickens ends up getting disqualified so fireworks as always fireworks as always fireworks and the department of your record this week you are sitting at 11 and 1 sir who was riding with me boys who's the shareholders with me i hope a, i hope a lot of them because you're there if they if they haven't jumped already they're going to jump right now I'm sitting at a lowly six and six just a bad week for me i had the giants um but that was a I had the Giants, but that was a um, reverse psychology if, for those who remember. I, I said I've been picking against the Lions, and it's gone in our favor, so I continue to pick against them. Um, but outside of that, I also had um, Bears over Falcons, yikes, and uh, Giants, like I said. Um, both both of us had the Texans. I had the Broncos. I had the Vikings. Um, so we've got two games remaining. We've got the Chiefs and Chargers going on currently on Sunday Night Football. It's 10-6 Chargers lead it over the Chiefs and uh, Monday night we've got the matchup of the 49ers and the Cardinals in Mexico and so we've got two games remaining we'll see if Andrew can do it see if he can get to 13 and one um, if my calculations are correct um, you're 11 and one right now and uh, you need the Chiefs your one loss would, would be the Texans so that one hurts I need the Chiefs who did I have in the Monday night matchup you have the Cardinals all right, here we go. Chiefs cards. If memory serves, I may have gotten that wrong, but I couldn't remember. I know I, I'm 49ers. I think you went against me there and went Cardinals. But moving right along as we close out this long, long show on a victory Sunday, Monday for the Lions. College football. Let's talk about that real quick. 
all top five teams were tested this week and an unlikely week. We talked about it. There weren't many ranked matchups this week, only two. Um, but I survive an advance week if I if I may quote Kirk Herbstreet. Um, top four all get the W, but Tennessee falls in a ugly one against South Carolina. They also lose their quarterback to an ACL injury, so their season's all but over. Um, three notable ranked teams losing Tennessee at five, lost also um, UNC at 13, and uh, Andrews showing got a little show and tell going on of the Instagram live. Uh, I'm not sure the, the name of that song, but it seems to be the anthem that. Um, the Lions have, uh, have put, bestowed on themselves. Um, adding to that, Ole Miss with uh, a loss as well, number fourteen. Um, do you want to go back to the Lions? Are you? I'm just. To... I'm just happy that we're both wearing gear. Oh yeah, absolutely, right brother. Absolutely, <laughs> I haven't taken this off all day. It's cold oh, here man. in Texas. I can wear the long sleeves again because it's cold here now. Okay, chill out, city boy. It's forty-seven degrees right now. <laughs> and and declining it's gonna be low 41 tonight anyway those are your three ranked teams that lost this week michigan versus illinois uh blake quorum hurts his knee on the fumble that one hurts um gonna need him against ohio state uh i saw him delivering some turkeys in ypsilanti today uh not not walking with much of a limp a little bit of a swagger walk so i think maybe maybe things are okay um uh but the the wolverines and a scared one, uh, scary one, almost drop it to Illinois, but survive in advance. TCU Baylor was a crazy, crazy one. Um, a close one all game long. Baylor looked like they were going to pull off the upset. They all but did it. Um, TCU gets the ball, third and seven, no timeouts. Um, they run a run play with no timeouts, and they have to run platoon swap the, the, the field goal team onto the field with 14 seconds. They kick the field goal with about four or five seconds on the clock, make the field goal um, after being rushed on in under 10 seconds. Just a remarkable job by the field goal team there to save their season. They remain unbeaten, um, saving themselves from from what would have crushed their season. Um, Michigan State loses in overtime. And now listen to this, Drop Andrew. another. Listen to this. They lose to, a, they lose to an Indiana team who completed two passes on the day. Two. I, I need to know their rushing yardage after that stat. I don't have it handy, but they put up 39 points on only two completions. That's got to be a record, right? Well, granted, the 39 points, um, they, you know, they got some points in overtime. So, uh, you know, 30 points in regulation or whatever it was. I think it's 30-30 um, or 31-30 or 30-31-31 going into overtime. But, man, when I heard that stat, didn't see much of the game, so I, I can't reference what was going on. I was watching the Michigan game, but... Wow, I was surprised when I saw that stat. That is, uh, that's quite the stat to behold. So, update on the the rankings will come out on Tuesday, but um, the Ben Ten, as I've been calling it, I've got Georgia one. I'll give the nod to Ohio State here. Uh, I'll give them two, Michigan three, TCU four, USC five, LSU six, Alabama seven, Penn State eight. Um, that's probably too much of a jump. Clemson nine and Oregon ten. Um, after their win over Utah, um, and then Tennessee at 11. Um, so the big matchup coming up this week is obviously Ohio State, Michigan, number two versus number three. Almost feels like a situation, or it's probably a situation where whoever loses is still in the college football playoff just because of the, the stature of this game. And uh, it's just the, the format of college football is, is imperfect and that um, you've got some teams outside of the top four who have lost, um, but they lost early, so now they're climbed back, they climbed back up. 
uh, two versus three. I mean, it's similar to when Georgia and Tennessee faced off. Tennessee dropped only to six or five or whatever it was. So it's a similar situation, I think, here for Michigan and Ohio State. Um, it's a real shame. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, just it's just a shame that they format. played each other late, uh, year after year. Play each other earlier. So, I I mean, I, I know it's annoying to play earlier, but the, the loss will hurt you less for both teams, and then they'd both have a chance to make the playoffs. Sure. The loser of this game, I don't believe, will make the uh, college football playoff. Wow, you're saying that, huh? I'm going to stick with my guns. I don't think they let both of them in. I think that's the selection committee. You know the selection committee as much as I do. Well, it's a bigger, it's a bigger field this year. I just don't think it's going to happen. Who LSU's in in the in the top six right now with two losses. This is why you're a college football guy. I forget that it got expanded <laughs> to six. <laughs> oh, it's it might be expanded to eight or whatever it is. Jeez, now. oh, Pete's the years have passed it's, me by on this. I don't know. I just know it's bigger. Um, and bigger isn't always better. Remember that. <sighs> what a big win for the Detroit Lions, though. Let's let's show off the the pride once again. Uh, we're we're happy, and it's it's good to go into a Monday feeling like uh, your team's not a piece of shit. <laughs> I, oh, I don't want to say they're a good team yet. We're not. Remember what I said at the top: we can't have our highs too high, and we can't have our lows too low. Got to stay closer in to the median. Yeah, it's, the roar's getting. Mm, 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 it's getting it's gonna closer. be heavy on thir- on Thursday, like you said too. Oh, that that den's gonna be loud. Um, always a good tradition. Lions on Thanksgiving. Um, regardless of what the people outside of Michigan think of the lions being on Thanksgiving year after year. Uh, we, we, we adore it. Um, let's it's not in the plans for you, but are you going to no. possibly think about wandering, no. catching a late ticket? No, no, I can't let the mind get there. I swear to God, I'll do it. With Put you. the mic down. Put the mic down. Let's, <laughs> let's chat off here. Uh, I won't be there. Uh, as it stands right now, I'm I'm not planning to go. However, um, who would have thought the Lions would be coming into this game three wins in a row, uh, and the Bills, um, one of the top teams in the league with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and uh, all of those players alike. So we'll talk about that. I think we're gonna do an episode on Tuesday this week because of the game on Thursday. Gonna bump up our midweek show and uh, break down what's gonna come up this week in a in a holiday special. So until then. We'll see you all on Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, whatever day this, whatever day I feel like posting this next episode. Until then, go three and one. No, three and one. What am I saying? Three and oh, three in a row. White hot Detroit Lions, all white uniforms today. Looking hot, looking hot, fierce. Go Lions. Drive to four, four or five, baby. Still alive. Phew. Out.